and welcome to episode number 13 of Millennial Learnings. In this one, I'm going to jump back a bit. We spoke about budgeting at the beginning of this series, and I'm going to jump back into that a little bit with a method that I like to call the pocket money method. It's something we've all been used to growing up as kids, and uh, I think it's something we could all use in adult life as well. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. My name's Nathan, and this is Millennial Learnings. So the pocket money method, well, it's exactly as it sounds. It's pocket money, right? So growing up, you're not really taught too much about finance, but generally, and, and not everyone was in the same situations, but your parents would pay you some pocket money, okay? And as a kid, first thing you do when you get pocket money is you go and spend it, all right? And you didn't really have a system for savings. So when we talk about this in adult life, okay, and you've, you've, you've started earning a good income, you know, you might have just left university or you've just left school and you've got yourself a job or you're, you're listening to this and you're 14, you're finally allowed to work. What you do when you get that money is you go, I've got, say, $1,000 paid this week. I've now got $1,000 to spend, okay? The issue with this is that it allows you the ability to spend $1,000, okay? It doesn't cap you. It doesn't make you structure your financials. doesn't make you budget. doesn't make you do these sort of things. So in my life and with my fiance, what we've done is create a pocket money method, okay? So we each get paid, so we've both got working jobs. One of my our incomes covers all of the bills and anything that's left over goes into savings. The other income, what we do is we split it into pocket money. So we've given ourselves an exact amount of money each per week or per fortnight, in our case it's per fortnight to spend. And that money we have separated. So I've got my own money, and she's got her own money. And with that specific amount you've got left over, you can do with it whatever you please. You can buy coffees, you can buy takeaway, we can go out for dinner, we can buy ourselves clothes, buy our daughter clothes or toys or anything that she needs. And what that allows is it gives us a discretionary limit, okay, where we have full unlimited exposure. In that particular amount, we can do whatever we want, no punishments and Anything outside of that, we have to have a discussion about our savings account, okay? So everything that's not going into pocket money and that's not going into bills is going into savings account and currently is getting split between our savings and between our wedding fund, which is covering all of our weddings, uh, our costs for the wedding later this year. And what that means is every time we want to buy something substantial, for example, say a new coffee machine, we know that our pocket money is not going to cover this. And we sit down and we work out, A, do we need it? B, is our savings in the position now where we can take out $1,000 to go buy a coffee machine? Now, some people might be like, well, how do you decide how much you spend and, and all this sort of stuff? And, you know, I, I buy expensive things all the time, whatever it is. You need to work out your income, okay? And what amount needs to go to bills. And that's the first step. And I speak about this when I talk about budgeting in one of the very first episodes is you need to understand where your initial income needs to go. Break down your expenses. And if you haven't already listened to it, go back and listen to my budgeting uh, my budgeting episode where I discuss this more. But you need to break down exactly where your financials need to go each week. If you've got bills, you've got registration, insurance, rental mortgage, rates, notices, water, electricity, all these sort of things, you need to work out how much that will cost you on a pay-by-pay -pay basis. So if you pay weekly, weekly, fortnightly, fortnightly, etc., etc. From then, you're going to have, hopefully, a leftover fund left. Okay, let's say you're left with $300 a week, 
okay? After all expenses are covered, food, everything, okay? So this isn't just, you know, $300 a week's what you're left with, but you know, you might have a bill come out soon, you gotta pay for it. You've allowed for everything. So from this $300 a week, you now need to work out how much you can deal with, okay? You need to be comfortable with this. And for me, right, I work off $150 a week spendings. And that's because my goals at the moment are based off, we can save the rest uh, on top of that, which is um, a fair chunk of money towards our wedding and things like that. Your situation might be different. You might be saving very hard right now to buy a home. You might be saving very hard to go on a holiday, although that's not really a thing right now. But what that means is you need to break it down. You might only have $100 to spend a week, okay? And that's food, so take out coffees, clothes, things like that. What that does is it gives you a commitment, okay? You're now committed to saving, so let's say you're doing $100 a week of spending, you're just now committed to saving $200 a week. And as you watch your savings account officially rise, because you're not touching it, when it comes to purchasing an item that is more expensive than your uh, pocket money or out of that limit, it now makes you think, right? You've just worked so hard, you've sacrificed a lot by only spending $100 a week. Is it necessary to purchase this item? Okay, and that allows you to make that financial decision and only you can make that financial decision. All right, I see a lot, a lot of the times, and in fact, it happened in my family a lot, where financials become a huge strain in a relationship. For me, this has actually become a way of us to focus our energy away from money, right? We've now got each other's budgets, we pay each other pocket money, and we don't have to worry, right? She can spend whatever she wants, I can spend whatever I want, and when it comes to things outside of this, we have a discussion and we work it out together. And that has been a really good thing for us, okay? Now, if you're single, it can do the exact same thing. If you're in a relationship and you're struggling financially right now, or you're just having a lot of heated arguments about finances, try it out, try the pocket money method, see if it helps you grow your savings, see if it releases some tension in your relationship, and just see if it'll help you move forward in your financial life. Stop wishing that your finances will get better and start taking action. It's all up to you, we all have choices in life. Yes, all of our financial situations are different, all of our incomes are different, how we all grew up is different, but it's the choices you make that's gonna help you move forward. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of this. If you have, please subscribe. Please leave me a review. Greatly appreciated. Have a great weekend or week whenever you're listening to this. And uh, go make some action.